Welcome to It's a Beautiful Influence, a podcast about creating you online. I'm Allison. And I'm Krista. And today we are talking about collaborating on social media. Yes, yeah, so this is one that we know a lot of people want to know more about, and a lot of people already might be doing some of this and not even realize it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, it's kind of one of those words that's thrown a lot, around a lot, like collaborate, you know, make sure you're collaborating with people, and it doesn't always totally make sense. Right. Um, so today we're going to kind of dive deep into what that looks like and how to actually collaborate with people. Right. And when we're talking about collaborating on social media, we're talking about actually reaching out and connecting with people or brands to, to do something, whether it be just like one post or one picture or one live video, an interview, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Like that's, yeah. we're not talking about collaborating to start a business together. Right. We're not talking about collaborating, you know, uh, some of this would be what some people think of as influencer marketing, maybe even, mm-hmm. but we really want to look at it more from the, the collaboration perspective. Yeah, it's kind of basically doing something together with a company, a brand, a, when it comes down to it, a person, you know right. what I mean? Um, collaborating with somebody and creating something. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're going to talk about the benefits of collaboration, kind of the different ways you can collaborate, and then how to actually approach collaborations. Because mm-hmm. that's, we always want to try and give you a takeaway, <laughs> an actionable item that you can learn from each episode. Yes. So, you know, if you've never thought <clears throat> about collaborating on social media, or maybe you have, but you're not sure exactly why you should put in the effort, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, there are a lot of great reasons to collaborate. First of all, if you collaborate with someone or a brand, that's that's a direct referral to you and to your brand or to your profile, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when even though Allison and I are now, you know, business partners, like when we shout each other out or like tag each other, I mean, that's, we're associating ourselves with each other. Mm-hmm. And that right there is like, if somebody trusts Allison, then they're gonna be like, oh, well, she like, you know, she works with Krista and likes Krista, then boom, let me go check her out. Maybe I'll follow her too, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa. So somebody who trusts me, you know, I've had multiple people when I've shouted up like, oh yeah, you know, I, I never don't really follow fitness people, but I like how her style and I would never have even followed her if you hadn't said it, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like that direct, if somebody asks you, what kind of hairspray do you use? I'm looking for a new hairspray. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to say, this is what I like. This is what I use. And that direct referral is almost automatically somebody takes your word for it because they like you. Right. So that direct referral is huge as far as getting credibility and getting traffic to your page. Yep. And uh, that is actually one of the other benefits of collaboration, Allison just mentioned, right? It's credibility. So depending on who the who or what the collaboration is with, it can really give you a lot of credibility in your specific field or maybe even in another field. Mm -hmm. But usually the goal would be in your field. So, um, you know, if I am able to collaborate with somebody who's a major social media marketer, um, then if they see they have a bigger following than me, maybe they're a paid keynote speaker, maybe they're a published author, by having them on a live interview or on a podcast interview or something, all of a sudden I'm more credible just because they were willing to take their time to talk to me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so collaborating can give you that credibility. Yes. It can definitely increase your reach, which is one of the main reasons a lot of people like to do it because if you collaborate with somebody who has, you know, either a bigger following, they don't even have a bigger following, they just have a different following. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You're just going to automatically be exposed to a new audience. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to get your face or your voice or whatever, your brand in front of a new audience. So mm-hmm. um, that's another benefit. And then 
building relationships, right? I mean, we say it all the time, but social media is social. Yes. Gotta be social on social media. (laughs) And so that, you know, that's one of the key things you have to do when you're on social media and collaborating with other people is definitely going to build relationships because now you're not just talking to them on social media or like sharing their content or liking their posts. Now you're actually doing something with them. So that's going to just solidify that relationship even further. I like to think of social media as kind of like a reality TV show (laughs) and people want to follow along with your journey, right? Right. So as you collaborate, as you, the, the more authentic you actually build relationships, just like you would in person, I think the more of a story you have to tell and the more engaged your audience will be. Because when you do things on the surface, like, you know, you have people message you shout out for a shout out and it's like, for what? What is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so when it comes to collaboration, actually, actually caring about the brand, the person, whoever it is that you're trying to, to talk to, that's why when we do these things, we really want it to be personal, right? We don't want to just do it to do it. So exactly, exactly. So, um, and you know, just building those relationships, like for example, I've had, you know, influencers that I've reached out to, to, back when I was still teaching to just speak to my class. And usually people are so happy to do that because they love the idea of being able to mentor college students or help, you know, people who are just, you know, hungry to learn. But some of those same people will now, you know, be like, oh, hey, I could use some help with X. DM me if you're available to help. And then, you know, I do it because I'm like, oh, they were, you know, they came and spoke to my class or they got on video and spoke to my class. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, that was a collaboration because they shared that out to their audience too. And so now I'm, you know, and not that I wasn't willing to before, but I'm even, even more willing because we've yeah. built that relationship. And, you know, for example, somebody just did that last week. They launched a new podcast but weren't ready to announce it yet. And they wanted ratings and reviews and subscriptions before they announced it to the public. Mm-hmm. And and so I was like, yeah, I can do that. And I, so I did. I right away listened to it. I was awesome. I left a great review, you know, whatever. And he was like, yes, thank you so much. And then a few days later, I reached out to him for help with something. And he was like, yes, I'm in. Let me know how I can help. Because we've now built that relationship. Yes. And it's taken a couple of years to get to this point. But it started just by a simple collaboration of having him speak to my class. Yeah, it's huge those how those relationships will help you down the road and you know just being genuine with them. So yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and then we did talk about credibility and reach, and then kind of getting your name in front of a new audience that goes along with reach a little bit. But um, collaboration can increase your reach in slightly you know different ways than more than just getting in front of a new audience. It can mm-hmm. actually you know help you be um, <laughs> trusted by a new audience. But yes, getting your name in front of a new audience is huge too. So yes, for um, sure. And what happens too is with collaborations, fans of the person you collaborate with might share out whatever that collaboration project is, which is then getting to yet another new audience for each of those fans that shares it out. So it can kind of multiply very quickly depending on how engaged and active the followers are of the person you collaborate with. Yes, absolutely. Um, So... As we already started to talk a little bit about, there are many different ways that you can collaborate. Um, And so you can do in person where you just take some pictures together, you know, for a campaign maybe or just to, you know, promote whatever you guys are working on. You could do videos where you do an interview or maybe you're teaching something together. Um, you could just do email and direct message, right? Do you want to talk a little bit about how, how that would go with collaborating over email? Um, so yeah, with, when it comes to emails, um, there's a lot of different things that companies need done for them, right? So, um, sometimes you putting your name on something 
like a product, a blog, a website, um, you know, people are willing to shout you out on their page or give you a reference or, you know, depending on what your needs are, a lot of companies are very flexible as far as um, what they can help you with and what their reach is when you will do something for them. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, people want email marketing done with your, a picture of you on that it makes sense. Yeah. or they want, you know, um, they want a direct message saying, you know, Allison said this about our product. Right. Okay. Um, and they want that type of, of, um, kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for is where you just <laughs> endorsement. Yes. Endorsement. Um, <laughs> so they're looking for that kind of endorsement with your, your face, your name, whatever it is on it. So especially if it's something or somebody that you want to work with, um, it's a great way to get your name out there. Yeah, that's awesome. I and mean, that's so easy on, you know, your part. If you're the person that is doing that, you just provide a picture and a quote. I mean, that's right. Um, and then you are now going to also get increased exposure from that email or DM being sent out to that brand or person's audience. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's a great way to collaborate. In fact, I'm kind of going to be doing that myself here soon. So I hadn't really thought about that as collaboration, but yeah. it absolutely is. Um, and then over live video, this is one that I've definitely done and I know you've done. And this could be on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, you mm -hmm. know, and where you either do an official interview Mm -hmm. Or you're just like, let's say you're out of place, right? The, like a brand that you support and that you um, consume from them or you're you know, like a gym, you're a member of a, a boxing club, right? Mm -hmm. You go to a boxing club, you can collaborate with them and be like, hey, I'm here at this place doing, doing my workout today, whatever, mm -hmm. right? And so that's maybe they're going to give you a free lesson out of that. Or maybe if you're at a restaurant, you get a, you know, you get a free appetizer for if you're an influencer or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but that's a great way to collaborate because you're supporting that business or that person by being at their place of uh, business or yes. by, you know, having them on your live video just for an interview. Um, and so, for example, I did a, you know, a Instagram live interview last summer about personal branding for millennials. Mm-hmm. And how it could be used in ministry, actually. It's a very interesting interview. And mm -hmm. so she has her own, like, following, mm -hmm. you know, and she has this regular interview, weekly interview that she does. And then I have my own following. And we both got new followers and new audience because of this live, Instagram live interview. So that's, yeah. you know, a nice example of, of how you can collaborate over live video. Um, yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, and especially when you already have, you know, your personality on your social media, people come to watch you, but they learn something about somebody else specifically over video. You know, you have that, that interaction where you're like, Oh, this person's really cool too. Right. Um, so live video is a huge thing. And, um, and kind of the other point that we were talking about was that over text and blog and, um, Blogs are a great way to get exposure from companies. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of companies have blogs, and they don't use them nearly <laughs> enough. <Right. laughs> so reaching out, I've done that many times, where I reach out and say, hey, I can write a blog for you. Um, and I actually, one specific thing is I did this for magazines. I reached out to magazines, and that's how I ended up um, writing an article. I wrote a article on gut bacteria for Scottsdale Health Magazine. Right, I remember that. Yeah, so I reached out and I'm like, hey, I like to write. This is what I write about. Here's my field. Is there anything I can help you with? Yes. And, you know, it's a, it's a great way if you like to write. There's a, there's a big field for that. And it worked out, yeah, the mag magazines are always looking for relevant and good quality content. And so that was a benefit to them because they have somebody who's in the health and fitness industry that's considered an influencer writing something that's, 
fits within what their magazine is all about, mm-hmm. then it helps you because it exposes you to a whole new audience of their readers who may not you you know be on Instagram or may not follow you have found you yet on Instagram. So yeah, that's a great example. And so as you've already heard me talk a little bit about one of the areas that I have experience in and that is a great um, type of collaboration is collaborating with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're wanting to collaborate with people, this is, you know, you got to start thinking about the people that you already know on social media or even in real life. So, you know, who do you know that inspires you? Mm-hmm. Who do you know that does what you want to do? And this is where I've kind of always focused, like looking at the different people I, I know that are where I might want to be eventually in my yes. career or in my online, you know, personal <laughs> brand presence. Um, or, and people, what about people that you don't already know, but you maybe follow them on social media or that do what you want to do? Yeah. So, you know, there are people that you know that you could reach out to collaborate with, but there's also people that, you know, you don't necessarily know yet, but you can start to build that relationship in hopes of collaborating. Yeah. And I think a thing with this that we always kind of have this idea like, oh yeah, we'll do this one day. The best advice that I can give people with this is write down your list of people, write down who you would like to collaborate with. And kind of like you were saying earlier, it doesn't have to be somebody that has, you know, a big following and you know, um, because that that intimate community can sometimes be the most engaged community. Right. And um, and so make a list of people that are kind of in your sector, that are kind of in your niche, whatever it is that you're doing, um, and reach out to them, you know? Yep, yep. Yeah, and so, you know, since, let's say there's somebody you follow on social media, Allison, we're going to talk about, you know, how to reach out, but if you don't know them and have never had a conversation with them, do we send a cold DM and say, hey, let's collaborate? Oh, 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 oh <laughs> no. my gosh. That is the worst message. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Allison will talk a little bit more about that, but I just had to throw that out there. But please don't just send a cold DM and expect a response or expect them to be like, yeah, sure, let's collaborate. Yes, I think the the biggest thing that people miss with that is they always tell you, what they have to offer and what they are. But you have to understand when you're reaching out to somebody, why should I care about you, your brand, your company? Why should I spend my time with you? And that comes from when people, when you're talking directly to people is saying, here's what I like about you. Here's what I like about your brand. And that's how we could work well together. Right. And right. so that makes it way more personal too, yes. you know? Yes. And, you know, like I said, I was going to talk a little bit more about that, but if there's somebody that you don't already know and you want to collaborate with them, you you need to build that relationship first before yes. you do the ask. So um, just because you follow them on, on social media doesn't mean you are, have a relationship yet. You have to have actually engaged with them in some way. Yeah, comment on their stories, their pictures, tell them how you relate to them, things like that, just like in person. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. You don't walk up to somebody in a networking meeting, meet them in five seconds later, be like, okay, so let's work on a project together, <laughs> right? So treat social media in a similar fashion as you would uh, in real life with things like that. Um, but, you know, just a couple of examples of people. So for me, um, you know, I'll say, like, I knew I some of the I am having trouble today sorry I'm a little (laughs) sick still um but some of the people for example that I um have collaborated with were Chelsea Pites so I actually first met her on Snapchat Mm -hmm. (laughs) back when she had a very active community on Snapchat and um 
she, I didn't just, somebody told me to follow her. I don't even know why. And so I started following with her and then I saw she posted one day something like with a, a location filter and I was like, oh, she's in Phoenix. What? Mm-hmm. So what? I just reached out to her, but I knew, you know, she was kind of doing things in a similar field that I'm in and she was doing really well. And so, you know, we ended up, be, you know, becoming friends, but I, she, I knew her, but she inspires me because she's doing a lot of awesome things. She's published a book. She's a paid keynote speaker. Like she's, you know, has started her own business on the side with, um, agent marketer and things like that. And so, you know, I, I've not collaborated with her a couple different things, but that was somebody who I met because of social media, but I knew her for a long time before I ever even tried to approach that collaboration right. thing, you know, not saying you have to wait a long time, but you know, we definitely, the first time I, we actually, I think we both kind of mutually went, wait, we need to do something together because yeah. we're on the same page, but you know, you don't, you don't just go cold. Right. You gotta, you gotta have that, you know, behind the scenes, look at somebody and have that, that information yeah. first, for do you, sure. Do you have a good example of a person that you've like met that you've reached out to collaborate with? Well, I actually have a funny story because, <laughs> because you said, um, you know, don't just come up to somebody. Right. So when I was first starting all of this, before I before I actually collaborated with anybody, um, I was just kind of not aware of how, you know, how things can be done as much. And I was in the gym and I literally just put the barbell down and somebody comes up behind me and he's like, Allison, let's take a picture together. And he has his phone out and he's literally oh ready gosh. to take a selfie. And I turn around and smile and I'm like, who the heck is this? <laughs> I had no idea. And I was like, what? And he's like, and then he started an Instagram video and he's like, I just found Allison K. Ferno in the gym. And I was like, what? Yes. And so that, that was kind of an example of what not to do. Not, yeah. I thought it was hilarious, but I was like, this guy is literally just trying to get like yeah. a, a picture in a, or a video with me right. to show that he's with me. And I'm like, I have no idea who he is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so there's, there's an example of distasteful. <laughs> yeah. That's not what not to do. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, oh, this is mine. Good. Okay. So brands, um, talking about brands, um, this is something that is kind of, I think subconscious for a lot of us to, to think about who we want to collaborate And it kind of hit me one day when I looked down into my purse and I saw all of these snacks because I carry a, I carry a lot of snacks. I actually have a bigger purse than I need just to carry the snacks. (laughs) And so, and so I was, I was sitting inside a Starbucks and I was like, what can I do to expand my brand? You know, what can I do to get my name out there and to, to get on more platforms? And I looked down into my purse and I was like, these are all my favorite things. I was like, look at here's here's my beef jerky, here's my um whatever my fruit snacks, all these random things, and I and I looked at him and I was like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) and I looked at him and I was like, I'm gonna contact all of these brands today. There you go. And that is exactly what I did. I was like, this is what I use every day, and so um so kind of thinking about it, I you know I bought these products because I believed in them or Mm -hmm. I liked how they tasted. Or, you know, I wanted them for some reason or another. So you already have a testimony of why you should work with this company, right? right. Every company is looking for somebody who can attest and say, hey, I like this. Hey, right. I vouch for this. Right. So when it comes to brands, think about your entire day, all the way from brushing your teeth. What, what toothpaste do you use? I mean, these are questions that we get asked, yeah. right? You know, um, how do you keep your teeth so white? Um, you know, what do you use for 
I don't know, blankets, anything, anything that you use throughout the day. <laughs> right. Um, and so th- thinking about brands, think about what your favorite brands are. Now, there's, obviously, you're going to have some big, ginormous brands that you right. probably wouldn't try to collaborate, collaborate with. So you're thinking of, you know, for us, it would be something like the, co- like the coffee we drink, yes. the creamer we use, the, the small brands um, that we use every day. So think about those and kind of um, what you incorporate in your life and how you could help that brand share their message. Exactly. Yeah. And like for you, obviously like your pre-workout or like the, mm-hmm. you did the meal delivery service, like things mm-hmm. like that, that fit your brand, your personal brand is about health, a healthy lifestyle and about fitness. Mm-hmm. So all those things like, and there are lots of startups and local smaller companies that fit in that, you know, so. And so part of that is as you are documenting your day and developing your personal brand, show what you're using because Mm -hmm. then, then these companies, when you reach out to them, these brands will know, oh, she already shows her pre-workout, her shoes, whatever she likes. And then they find it, they see that, you know, this is something that you could do. So you want to make it clear before you're ever trying to get into a collaboration with a brand that you've already done things like this. Even if it's not an actual collaboration, you can just say, I like this pre-workout. I like this food. Mm -hmm. I'm eating it right now. You know, Right. Right. Because then they'll see that your audience is used to you talking Mm -hmm. about other products and other brands that you use. So they'll know that it will fit in with your brand. It's not going to be awkward. Like she's never, never shouted out a brand ever before. Oh yeah. We want her to be, you know, be an influencer for us. Like she says the polished way of exactly what I'm trying to say. I'm like, that's it. That's what I was trying to say. I'm so, (laughs) so, Oh, um, yes, what she said. <laughs> so, so the next category is, um, is products. So brands and products, obviously the, there's a distinction as far as, um, things that are out of the ordinary because brands, we think about something that's kind of a f- fuller spectrum, right? right? And products were kind of more like, this is something new that I'm trying. So, you know, saying, do I like this brand? Do I like the product that I tried so far? Um, do I like the vision they have? Um, a lot of times these are things, uh, I actually reached out to, I was looking at my, uh, I bought a day planner from TJ Maxx. Oh, that's right. And I reached out to them and I was like, Hey, this is the first day planner that I've actually used. Wait for it because it has stickers. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, this is so much more entertaining than having just a calendar. I was, I get bored and I don't want to write in it. So this one has these inspirational quotes and it has stickers and it's color coded. And for some reason, my brain just likes color coded. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, you know, I'd never heard of this brand. I don't, they don't have a reputation as far as my mind goes. Right. And so I went on their Instagram. They don't really have a huge following, but they have all their stuff on there. And and I reached out with them and we ended up doing a collaboration. So, um, so it's interesting how those, those little niche things, those products that you don't think about. Yeah. You know? That was just a random thing that you just really liked. And so you decided to explore it further. You yeah. Know, you never know. Um, and another part of this is, uh, if you guys ever go to any events or things like farmer's markets, where as those small companies, a lot of times you can do collaborations yes. with them because, um, you know, they're just starting out. They're looking to get that, um, you know, that backing behind their brand. Yeah. Of, they have more exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, so especially if there's those little niche things that you like, uh, it's really easy to collaborate when it comes to those smaller brands, uh, smaller products. Yeah. It could be a local, a local coffee shop, could be a local non-chain restaurant, Mm -hmm. you know, like non-chains here we're talking about. Um, because yeah, usually like they might have an Instagram account with anywhere from 500 to 5,000 followers 
And it, if you, even if you have less followers than them, doesn't mean that they wouldn't be interested in working with you because you have an engaged following and your, your following tends to be majority in the local area. Like both of us, I'd say majority of our following is in the Arizona area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have followers outside, but if you are a local person with a fairly local following mm-hmm. and you approach them and it fits brand wise, then they might be very interested in, in collaborating with you, even if you don't have a bigger following than they do. Mm-hmm. And if you have a bigger following than they do, then they'd be dumb not to collaborate <laughs> with you. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so think, think of, you know, not just products you use every day, but also, yeah, think of those things that you might find at a farmer's market or things that you might, um, you know, you might consume a cup of coffee at a local coffee shop or things like that. Mm-hmm. And as far as the, um, as far as the products go, a lot of times it's up to you to figure out what you can provide to them because yes. when you're with a smaller company, um, I remember actually my very first collaboration was with a pre-workout company called bucked up yes, and yes. <laughs> and so I remember, um, you know, reaching out to them <clears throat> and, uh, <clears throat> God, my voice, I'm like, <laughs> I'm the sick one here. Um, <clears throat> I know these allergies, if you're not in Arizona right now, yeah. um, but they have the snow other places, yeah. you know, <laughs> so we can't complain. We too can't much. complain. It's, it's, you know, it's nice out. Um, but, uh, so bucked up. So when I, (laughs) so, uh, I remember when I first reached out to them, you know, I, I only had, I don't know, maybe 500 or a thousand followers at the time. And, you know, at that time I could not use my following as a leverage to say, Hey, this is why you should work with me. I I don't have anything. Right. So what can you use to, as leverage for companies? Um, a lot of times it's your expertise or just what you're doing, yeah. just that you are in that field. So for me, I was in the, the workout field and what I did for them is I said, Hey, I have your pre-workout. I've bought whatever, two of them already. I love the company values, um, blah, blah, blah. And I explained X, Y, Z, what I think about their company. And I said, if I take some pictures with your pre-workout, will you guys post them? And they were like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, you know, make sure yeah. our product products displayed, blah, blah, blah. And I remember the day that I freaked out because they posted my picture on their actual Instagram. And at the time they had 50,000 followers wow. and I was like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Yeah. Um, and so, so from that point, if you think about it, I mean, you know, everybody creeps on Instagram and Facebook, you know, they go down. Right. I mean, so for my picture being there for the next probably three months, people saw it you know, as they're mm-hmm. on Bucked Up's page, as they're going through these things. So it really makes a lasting effect as far right. as your name being somewhere. And that was one of the first big collaborations I got um, simply from asking them for them, hey, you yeah. know, I think looking at your Instagram, this is what I could do for you. Right. You know? And that's what's funny is, you know, like the you were talking about like 500,000 followers. In, in this day and age, there's kind of the, the micro-influencer, mm-hmm. which is somebody more like me who I'm, I'm at just over 900 followers. So I have, you know, but I have a fairly engaged audience. And so I get brands all the time reaching out to me like, Hey, you know, love your style, love your whatever, like their generic messaging they are, but like, we'll send you a free beanie or we'll send you a free watch or like, you know, like nothing mm-hmm. expensive or crazy. Like if you'll put it on a picture, but for me, I haven't done it because it's not stuff that's fit. Like fit what I do. Brand. Yeah. It doesn't fit my brand necessarily, but it just goes to show that you don't need thousands of followers. Yeah. There are plenty of small brands that are happy to have like, cause happy to have you share it on their stuff and then they'll share you out on their page too because they just Mm want to show as many people as possible in real life using their product yeah 
And it's very true because everybody has something different to leverage that. I mean, for you, all of the knowledge you have with marketing, with, you know, all of these different things that you've done. And so that's a good point of depending on who you are and what your audience is, right. you're going to have different things that you're like, Hey, here's what I can offer you. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's what I, what I can offer um, for your company. And it's really important to understand that you have that value because I think that's why a lot of people don't reach out in the don't first bother. place. Yeah, you yeah. know, because they're like, well, what what can I actually help this company with? Well, what do you spend your day doing? It, does it involve them? Because if it does, you can help them. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, kind of going into here's all the different you know types of collaborations. Now, how do you approach this? How do you actually like get to this point? Ask somebody, not make it awkward. Um, my form has always been emailing. That's kind of because if you do something, I mean, you can always DM people for sure. I think people get more DMs because there's a lot of more generic responses to, you know, IG stories and Facebook and blah, blah, blah. So I think emails is kind of the more formal way to approach a company or even a person because most people have their email on Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Um, And so when it comes to how to format this, what do I say? Um, I've always started out with introduce yourself first. Hey, this is my name. Like you're talking to somebody. (laughs) Hey, my name's Allison. Um, And what I've always started with, I've been using your product. I've been watching your stories. I've been blah, blah, blah for this long. And here's what I found out. Here's what I like about you. Here's what I like about your products. Here's what I like about your website. And I think showing people that you've actually taken the time to look at their website, to look at their values, to, you know, kind of analyze them or whatever it is that you think about them, people value that because Mm -hmm. they don't want somebody that says, hey, I just want free products. I want free stuff, right? Um, No company. They they have no shortage of those kinds of emails and messages. Yeah, no company wants to hear those kind of things. So you saying, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing. I like your purpose. I like, you know, whatever. Um, and then, and then once I would finish that, so I would say part one, introduce yourself, say why you like this company, why you like this person and what value you see in them. And then after you provide that, then you say, Hey, here's what I do. Here's, I like health fitness and I'm in this sector of social media. This is where my audience is at. Um, what I could do for you or what I think would be cool is if we could collaborate on something sometimes, especially Mm -hmm. when I first started, I didn't know. So I I named like four or five things and I'd be like, Hey, um, I have a giveaway coming up that I want to do a giveaway. Do you want to give some of your products or maybe you could provide some knowledge on what you know about this and we could do a video together or I can write you a blog post, you know? Um, or I would say like, uh, send me some food and I'll send you pictures of me holding the food or a video of me trying the food. Right. And, and so depending on who you're reaching out to, um, show them or tell them what you can provide and then always give your social media handles Mm -hmm. and you can say, here's what kind of audience I have. Here's what they respond well to. Um, let me know, you know, and reach out. That's kind of the most simple way to put it. Yep. That's a, that's very clear. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a perfect, that's a nice format, right? Like that's a lot of people don't think about that. Like they just go with the, I want free or, Hey, I have this many followers. Should we work together? Yeah. But like w- you have a very good formula there where you're like, I value this about you. Um, this is what I can do for you, you know? Yeah. And this is, this is how we can work together. Yeah. Um, and so after that, or even before that, I think something really important is, is one of the things that I think most of the company ha- companies have done 
after I reached out to them, all of them follow me on social media. Before they even respond, they will follow me on social media because they want to see what I'm about, right? Yep. And so I always make sure if it's a company that I'm reaching out to, because there's some brands that you like, but maybe you don't follow them on Instagram, you know? So I always make sure that I'm following them Mm -hmm. and I make sure that I'm engaging with their content, just saying like, hey, I really like this shirt. Hey, you know, this product that you came out with was really cool. And um, you'd be surprised how many big companies actually respond to those things, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I think engaging with them on social media is huge, making sure that they know you do that. And the same for big people, too. I mean, like, you had your little free guest story with Bucked Up. I'll never forget. It was, gosh, um, summer of 2016. So, mm-hmm. like, two and a half years ago. And I was, it was at a time when I was super active on Twitter, which I keep telling myself I'm going to get back <laughs> on there because I've made some great connections thanks to Twitter. But there was an influencer who had, at the time, I think he had like 80,000 Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. And um, I had engaged with him a little bit on Snapchat too. Like he was very active in Snapchat at the time. And I think I, I don't even know, I said something about like, I'm going to share this video he had posted a really great video. I'm like, I'm going to mm-hmm. share this video with my social media marketing class that's starting next week because mm-hmm. this is exactly what I, you know, this is exactly that, like what I want to talk about, the message I want to give. Mm-hmm. And he replied and like retweeted and was like, this is so great. Love seeing professors like using, you know, current relevant content, blah, blah, whatever. And started this conversation. And less than a week later, he was like, would you like me to speak to your class? I didn't even have to ask him. That's so cool. Like, I literally just kept, you know, and I think I DM'd him with, like, just, you know, praising some, like, content he'd shared or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I I didn't even have to ask. Like, mm-hmm. just because I engaged with him, I shared his content, I said how I was going to use his content. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, people, well, people love to help, you know. But, right. But I, I remember I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, he he's going to talk to me. And he did. He actually did a video lecture to my social media marketing class. That's so um, cool. And so all because I engaged and, you know, complimented and shared and and showed him how I was going to use his content. That I truly did find it so valuable that I was going to take time out of my class mm-hmm. to, sh- to show his video. Um, so engaging on social media, definitely. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Part of collaborations. But. You never know what's going to happen, right? You, there's always that, that aspect of trying and it only takes one yes to get something done, mm-hmm. um, to work. And so kind of the, the last part of this is just following up with your yeah. companies, just like anything else, any business you want to follow up and, you know, check in, see if there's anything you can help with. And this is where so many people fail on many areas, not just collaboration, like requests or attempts is they think it was a huge deal to take that step out there, put themselves out there and like mm-hmm. put the request out. So like I, you know, a lot of people don't even make it that far. Mm-hmm. So if you make it that far and put that first request out there, like kudos to you, like clap, clap, clap. I mean, yeah, <laughs> because it is a lot of people don't even like do that. They're just too scared or too yeah. nervous or they don't you know have the confidence that they can say the right thing. But you can't just do it once because guess what? People are busy. People forget. Yep. People get bombarded with requests or brands do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to follow up. Yeah. <laughs> and you might have to follow up a couple times mm-hmm. if you really, really want to make it happen. And that shows that you're actually, you know, it's something that is important to you. You're not just sending a generic message. You're like, hey, I took the time to, you know, talk to you or to reach out to you. And, you know, I'm, I want a response, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. only fair. Yeah. <laughs> so how many, how many... Do you think you have a percentage of like getting response? I'm not saying yes or no, but actually like brands or people responding to your collaboration requests? I would probably say 
between like 50 to 70 percent i mean there's definitely people that don't respond yeah um and the the thing that the correlation between that is most of the people that don't respond have bad social media there we go i look on it and i'm like oh yeah they haven't posted in two months i see yeah so they're probably not even checking their dm so yes yeah and then you know for me like with people i've had an extremely high response but Mm -hmm. i think it's because i've I've never approached somebody that I didn't already have some sort of connection connection with. Right. Yeah. And so. the more that connection is, like we were talking about earlier with building relationships, the better that connection is, the much higher response you're going to get. Yep. Yep. So I think that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. We hope that this was helpful to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let us know your comments, your questions. Please leave us some ratings and reviews. We want to know what you guys think. Um, we're doing this for you. I mean, we like to talk, but this yeah. <laughs> is, we're trying to help you guys out. So, um, And we hope you subscribe. Connect with us on social media, creating the letter U online on Instagram and Facebook. Alison K. Ferno or Krista Fabric on Instagram and Facebook. And we hope you will join us for the next episode of It's a Beautiful Influence. The next one is going to be our very first interview. This one is going to be with Kevin Kaufman of Group 4610 with EXP Realty. And believe me, you don't want to miss it. He is a great personality. We had a lot of fun, but more importantly, he dropped a lot of great nuggets of wisdom and insight and he, on personal branding. And you will definitely learn something from our interview with him. Have a great day.